Hello and welcome to this podcast. Uh, we've not been doing many of these and I'm going to take a break. So this might be the last podcast you get for a while. So savour it, listen back to earlier ones, listen back to this one again and again whilst dribbling and rocking backwards and forwards. I'm just coming up with ideas. It's up to you which one you take and make it part of your personality. But this is what we got up to on the radio early today, a little collection of bits and bobs. Uh, if you enjoy it, you could subscribe, you could follow me on social media, tweet to say you've downloaded it, at Mr. Stephen Allen, and use that same username for most of them, Instagram, all the rest of it. Uh, right, so let's sit down, get ready, prepare, and let's begin the podcast. You know how I'm often quite philosophical, aren't I? This is the, this is the highbrow thinking show, this show, on well, not always, but sometimes. And I got the train in today, and as we were... TFL getting into Stratford. I saw something graffitied on the sidings. And often you see things graffitied there and it doesn't really impact your life, but this one, I don't know, for some reason, got to me. I read the words and it said, Lost time is never found. Oh. And then it struck me that really the only important measurement in this world is not money or fame or success, it really is time. It's the most finite commodity we have and there's only a certain amount that you can spend doing certain things so to take some of that time that could be spent in joy or in a positive action and waste it to lose that time it's utterly futile and then i realized someone had graffitied that <laughs> someone had spent their time climbing down the side of that track shaking the old clack 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 are you doing that? There's going to be something more interesting to do. Put it on Twitter, then move on. It'd be quicker. So anyway, I think I've learned something today. Not sure what. I'm presuming your day is going all right. I mean, we can always look to the newspapers to try and find someone who's having a worse day than you. Uh, maybe Ed Sheeran today. Because I've been reading some of the details about this court case about plagiarism. Nicking the OI, OI bit. The bit that goes OI, OI. And apparently it sounds like another song. I, I'm surprised no one said it sounds like Summer Loving from wherever it is, from Greece. But anyway, uh, although the bit of, my favourite bit of the news story, it says Ed Sheeran's been described in court as an obse- obsessive music squirrel. <laughs> Not sure if they meant it as, as accurately as it's landed, but yep. Well, look on the bright side. At least he's not a grey one, he's a red one. So that's nice. Look at me always finding the silver lining. Lead pollution has reduced the mental powers of more than half of the people in the US, according to a study of, I don't know, recent presidents. Car exhaust fumes contain the toxins, stole almost three IQ points from the population of America. Well, you live and learn, don't you? It wasn't his fault for the Kefefe tweet then. There you go, good to know. Um, other stuff happening. Uh, as we get ourselves up to date. Well, that's ended that, hasn't it? You drop the newspaper on the uh, mouse, it stops the lovely music. And it's back. Other things happening in the inbox over here. Emails to onair at time1075.net. Jane says, Afternoon, Steve. Hope you're well this fine and sunny day. It is, isn't it? It's nice. Got a little bit of sun on me periformis earlier on. Went for a run. She says, As it's International Women's Day, I'd like to request... And then there's a request for later. <gasps> International Women's Day! Huzzah! Now, I suppose it being International Women's Day, if you are from, currently living in, or currently staying in the UK, well, you're probably not. You're just national, aren't you? So today is not for you, ladies. 
But to mark International Women's Day today on the show, as a special, all of the artists we play were born from women. That's right, and we'll do the similar thing the opposite way around when it's International Men's Day, because I'm all about sincere equality. A certain age group of us are listening to this, enjoying it, but also in the back of our mind, remembering how it was, uh, you know, a clear black night, a clear white moon, Warren G was on the streets trying to consume. If you know what I'm on about, congratulations, you're Generation X. Uh, isn't it strange that we... You know, of a certain age group, technically, we're not millennials, we're not Gen Z, we're not boomers, Generation X, and it seems like it would have it would have come with more superpowers. If so, you would have said, oh, you'll belong to Generation X. I'd be like, oh, I hope I get the ability to freeze things. That'd be handy, wouldn't it? Hot day. Oh, that's better. Drinks not tasting good. Oh, nice. Plus also fighting crime, but mainly just about my own convenience. But that's not the special powers you get by being Generation X, is it? Um, I've seemed to notice we get the je- we've now started to get the special power of going when you sit down, stand up, pick anything up, or try and tie your shoelaces. So the same noise that when we were playing Street Fighter 2, and you played Street Fighter 2, you've just sung along to regulate. The same noise that when Ryu or Ken, let's be honest, it's the same character just with a different like graphic on it. Um, when he was hoofing out a Hadouken or something. He put less effort into it than we do when we get out of a chair. Ace of bass always have, always will. You know that I just want to hold you whenever you're near to me. It's amazing how so many lyrics from romantic songs only sound romantic because it's in the song. If that was given as some sort of testimony in an industrial tribunal, all of a sudden, that would be a very different... I just want to touch you whenever you're near me. I'll get HR on the phone. Hello? It's happening again. So in the news today, this might be my favourite story just because of how stupid it is, in my opinion, and you might totally disagree. A man was advised to get a hobby by doctors. Bloke down in Yate in Gloucestershire, um, they said, you know, you should get you should get a hobby. And he thought, all right, I'll get a hobby. And his hobby is collecting tarantulas. Now, talk about the cure being worse than the disease. So you go to the doctors to try and improve your health, and the doctors say, have you thought about a hobby? And you go, how about I spend more time with venomous things? Is that a good idea? Why don't you pick up a different hobby instead, like smoking or, <laughs> or spelunking, any of these things? So anyway, I mean, the thing is, he's in the newspapers, because now he lives with 120 spiders. And apparently they've got their own room, not each, I imagine. It'd be wasteful, wouldn't it? Um, Aaron Phoenix, 34, went to the doctors, wanted to take his mind off things. The doctor said, oh, get a hobby. Uh, he says, I've never had something I've been so passionate about. 120 tarantulas. I mean, let's remember his name now, because he's going to end up in the news again in the local newspaper down in Yate. Yate Times, or whatever it is. But what, all it takes is for one of them to turn on him, so we'll, we'll see what happens. You can still get in touch if you have any hobbies, by the way. Just making a list of hobbies, because I don't think anyone has any hobbies. There's this new story, guy gets a hobby because he goes to the doctors, which actually seems like the setup to a good joke. But I went to the doctors and said, I feel like I'm not very well. The doctor says, have you thought about any hobbies? And he gets tarantulas. It's not really a joke, it's just this horrible film noir style. Oh. Everyone's miserable and unhappy and it's French and it's raining. But there is a new story that's a bit more bang on with that. 
uh, from the same newspaper which I read on the way in. Um, this is about police who have arrested someone after they were found with several manhole covers in their car. So they found someone in their car, manhole covers. They thought to themselves, look, we've clearly got someone who's been nicking manhole covers. And this has happened before on the show where an actual news story has let us do a punchline to a classic joke. So let's do it. <clears throat> oh, I've been waiting for years for this. Ever since seeing the joke, Virgin on the two on this, I'm just stretching because I don't want to get it wrong. <clears throat> there we go. So a man's been arrested for nicking manhole covers after the covers to the manholes were taken and just leaving a massive hole. Looks like police were looking into it. They finally got to do the job. Oh, there it is. Years we've waited. Years. Keith on social media says there will be a drains up investigation. Brackets, you can have that. Well, thanks. All right, cheers. Don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth or anything, but... Um... Also, 01708741075. Hello. Hello there, Steve. What was that about manhole covers? Someone was caught because he had a boot full of manhole covers. All right. Who who led the invest- investigation by the Because they're made of was lead. It like, was was oh. it an undercover operation? That one works because I think, I think manhole covers aren't made of lead because it's too much of a ductile metal. I think it's yeah. iron. I think it might use iron. How, how many looked into the problem? <laughs> yeah, looking into it. Did that one? Yeah. How many, how many men does it change? To, change I can't say this one. How many men does it change? Not to say you like, but to put a man on cover. Oh, mate. I was asking about your hobbies, because I barely believe that anyone has time for hobbies these days. If you've got a hobby, just let me know. Bit of research we're doing. Sue says, I used to collect Russian dolls when I was younger. I probably won't start that, start that again at the moment. Sue. Sue. <laughs> A great song, and honestly, and I'm not even kidding when I say this, my favourite transition metal. I know a lot of people would be like, oh, what about Iron Steve? What about Cobalt? That's a nice colour. What about Copper? That's got interesting valence bonds, and, and gold is a transition metal. Keep it, mate, keep it. I'll tell you the best one. Titanium. Tensile strength per unit mass. No one's beating it. On the way in the next hour, maybe more metallurgy, but probably not. We're talking about, oh, I know what we're talking about. The guy who nicked some drain covers, who was arrested. We've been trying to make our way through all of the jokes. Means the the manhole covers were not there. Police were looking into it. We did that one. We do have the special effect for that as well, though. There you go. Of course, it is. turn that up, turn up. We need it more. Uh, Martin says, was it a great drain robbery? Uh, although I will say, the newspaper I got it from did the drain robbery pun, but they spelt great like normal. You did great as in, don't drop that down the grate. Didn't need one there. <laughs> Darren Griffiths gets in touch and says, Hey Steve, aren't manhole covers simply pants? So they were just shoplifters then. Yep. And... Oh, hello Steve, it's Kiana here. Hello Kiana. With regards to your joke on manholes... I think there is a serious loophole in the story uh, because the manhole covers were stolen. Where's the sound effect for the hole? There we go. Ted gets in touch and says, uh, I I think you've drained all the humour out of that now. Eh? Although actually maybe I shouldn't have done the... Did you mean the drain pun or you're actually saying shut up now and move on? Because you'd have a point. We've been doing it for an hour and a half. I did want to say this, actually. 
I we talked about acts of kindness a little earlier on, and re- look, I don't want to bring everyone down, but last night when I got in, I noticed that one of my shoelaces had started to fray, and it's then it's tense, isn't it? I should have dealt with it that night. I didn't. Today I put my shoes on. You just never know if if the lace goes. It just it's gonna mess up your whole day. And I've got a lot of stuff going on. I'm a busy man. I've got to be here. I'm doing the GB News newspaper review later, so I'm not gonna be home until like two in the morning. What would I do if my shoelace broke? <gasps> Imagine missing a train because you were like that extra five percent slowing down by not being able to walk properly in your shoes. You missed the train. The next thing is sliding doors all over again. Well, on the way in. I thought, oh, I'll try and see if I can get some shoelaces. No shop seemed to have them, but we're near to this Shoe World place, you know, in uh, Liberty Shopping Centre. And I went in and said, have you got any shoelaces? Which I realise is a stupid question to say to a man who owns a shoe shop, because he's probably thinking, yeah, I mean, they're in all the pairs behind you. But what I meant, any new individual shoelaces. And he said, what sort do you want? I said, I want to replace these, and pointed down at my shoes. And he went into a big box, and he pulled out some shoelaces that were, you know, they're brown, not blue like the ones I had. And I said, yes, please. And I got my phone out to pay, and he said, oh, don't worry about that, they're free. And I said, oh, thank you, I'll, I'll speak well of you. And he probably thought, yeah, like you speaking well of me will make any difference. Because he had no idea I was about to go and do my radio show. You never know who to help, because you help the right person. It might end up being me, and I think that's the moral of this story. Well, I was just saying how my shoelace is wore thin. To be honest, there's a strong chance it could have been the cats, if I'm... Yeah. Because they look at me and they're, they're not big fans of me, so I wouldn't be surprised if they're trying to sabotage. But I went into Shoe World, and look, they're managing to get... This is good word of mouth. Come on, you give me a favour. This is good word of mouth. So I've got some free shoelaces. Um, I'll go... Uh, look all right, actually. Afternoon, Steve, says Kevin in Hornchurch. He says, I once went into a shop to buy shoelaces and was asked by the assistant how long I wanted them. <laughs> he says, you can finish the joke and screw up the paper. Yeah, stay there. Can you hand me a bit of paper? No, just a bit of scrap paper. I need the sound effect like I'm screwing up Kevin's joke. Cause... No, the joke he's just done about how long do you want the shoelaces, you know, for like as long as I have the shoes. But... Just pat... Well, just rip it in half and hand me the bit that you're not using. Just... I don't need to throw away the whole page, it's just... Anyway, Kevin, thank you for that one. Oh, my eyes aren't the surgery. Hello, Anne, how are you doing? I'm glad you got your laces sorted. Thank you. I'm so worried about that. Thank you, because, you know, we were all worried. Imagine, though, if, if my lace went and then yeah. Michu would all be loose. you'd fall in flat on your face. Not, well, let's not enjoy imagining that too much. <laughs> Do you know how much pavement you'd have took up? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'd be reported on the travel news. We'd have to walk, we'd have to walk the whole way round, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, five foot one a little bit. You know, I'd have to walk the whole way round. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm six two, so you could have a day I know. out. I know. <laughs> <laughs> take take a, oyster card. <laughs> take a pack lunch. <laughs> uh, Darren Griffiths gets in touch. He says, "Hey, Steve, I once try." I once tied my shoes up too tight and couldn't get them off, so I went to the shoe, shoe shop to see if they could help. They said, have you tried doing it with the tongue out? And I said... And then he says, that joke doesn't really work on email. Actually, it doesn't really work at all. I'll screw it up. You're going to waste your paper, not mine. Good. All right. Thank you for that, Darren Griffiths. Also... 
got going on here. Ted gets in touch and says, there's only one joke for this. And that should come from Steve from Upney. Do you mean we should have had this? Covers. Makes sense. Would have made sense. Plus, we were talking about the manhole thing and got an email, no, a text on that. Kevin in Hornchurch says, Steve, uh, I saw those stolen manhole covers on an episode of Police Interceptors. Brackets, drainage joke. Is that a drainage joke? I'm just going to Google. Hang on. Interceptor drainage definition. An interceptor drain, also known as a curtain drain, is a drainage system that is installed to collect, channel and remove surface water and subsurface water within permeable soft soil as it flows across an impermeable soil layer. Oh, <laughs> I get it now. It's because police interceptors. In the papers today... A greyhound was saved by a vet when she wolfed down a dog walker's ski glove in one gulp. The three-year-old Rebecca pounced on Sally McGlone's uh, dropped mitt during the walkies in Leeds. Uh, Sally and her friend uh, Linda Whitaker raced the dog to the vets that uh, managed to get it out good because they managed to get it. To, it came up the front, you know what I mean? Throw up. It made the dog sick, but at least it got the glove out because imagine if it had gone all the way through be walking a dog and thinking, I think that dog's waving at me. What's... Is he trying to shake my hand? What? This is in the news. A screening of the Batman was gate-crashed by an actual bat, and then everything turned to chaos, because there was a bat at the screening of the Batman. Could have been worse. Same thing could have happened when you went to watch Jaws. Would have made a bigger mess, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I went to see the Megalodon. Oh, what was the Meg with Jason Statham? Yeah. Never guess what turned up. An absolutely prehistoric creature that just made a huge mess on the, all over the area. What, an actual Megalodon? No, it's Jason Statham. Hey. Should have done that as a Larry sketch. I should have thought that, never mind. And then also we were talking, because it's not just childish jokes about bats and drains and whatever. We've also done a childish joke about a dog passing a glove out of its bottom. Um... And Ted in Elm Park says, I always got told that rice paper on cakes, which is edible, wipes your bottom on the way out. What's <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> baby love? I got... Oh, that tickled me. I think it's more the mental idea, not of it working. But how did you find out that it didn't? What a sad day when you've eaten loads of those, like, co- coconut thingies. Oh, there's loads of paper on this. I'll be right for a couple of days. <laughs> and you find out you're not. And that's your podcast finished for a while then. Thank you for subscribing. We'll get more of these back out as soon as we can it's from doing some radio ins. There's some TV bits. If you follow me on social media, we're popping some clips out there, some clips from the internet, from comic solving problems. In general, have a little look on social media and you'll see some stuff that we do. Until then, have yourself a good one. And until next time, bye.